Good evening, family. Currently making another podcast. It's 6.54 Central Standard Time. And this is my second episode for today. I could do 100 episodes in a day. It doesn't matter. But the whole thing, and and uh, I want I want to strictly talk to the ladies, especially paper. ladies. I'm paper. Let's talk about us as women, the Moorish women. You know, some people call themselves a Moor. Um, some people call themselves black. Some people call them the. Some people call themselves the Asiatic. Um, black woman or black man, you know. In my case, I'm gonna say more. Well, some people call themselves the indigenous, um, indigenous people. You know, all those things. I just simply don't say black because of you know. So if you hear me saying more, I'm referring to what y'all say black. So, ladies, I'm speaking from experience, and I really just want you all to understand, ladies, we we really just got to gather ourselves together, because the things that I'm seeing on social media, and, and the friends that I used to have, hold on, just a second, um, sorry about that, I had to take a restroom break, but ladies, I, today I'm gonna pinpoint pinpoint a couple things. Having respect for yourself, setting the standard and setting the bar high for yourself, knowing how to date and knowing how to choose your man properly and, and what to look for. And then also enjoy yourself, you know, have some alone time, be single. You don't have to always be in a relationship. So first and foremost, I want to talk about um, the first thing we want to pinpoint is self-respect. So, what is respect? Respect is hold. Is is uh? I'm gonna look this up on the internet because I want to get the actual uh, definition. I can state it in my own wording, but a lot of people may not, you know, agree. But respect. What is the definition of respect? Respect is a noun. A feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Definition number two. Due due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, and traditions of others. Um, And then also, respect is also... uh, a verb in a sense is admire to admire someone or something deeply as a result of the abilities qualities or achievement now the characteristics of respect you know be polite always be polite to everyone you meet during the day from your family members to your co-workers to checkout person at the grocery store etc act respectfully listen well be helpful do not make excuses let go of anger be willing to change so i i kind of got off um excuse me with the topic just a little bit but most importantly the main thing is lady we need to establish some self uh, sorry some self-respect 
y'all are on the internet popping your butt twerking you know same thing you showing you know I'm, I'm not saying because when i take pictures like okay i'm showing my legs i'm showing skin but i'm not doing it in a, a provocative or a vulgar way of course i'm gonna wear a two-piece if i'm at the beach but i'm not just on the internet posted up in my bra and in my underwear saying okay you know seeking for attention because men men you notice i said men men look at those type of things and they t- and, and they say to themselves yes she's half naked yes i am looking you know but that is not the type of female that i desire now i'm not speaking for a man but it's just the point i've been around guys you know my cousins my my uncle and stuff like that so a lot of ladies love to say oh i can't find a man and and uh you know every time i get a man it's always it always go bad he always cheating on me have y'all heard of the term you get them how you lose them it's true (laughs) if you think a man is gonna change for you then i'm sorry to tell you baby but (laughs) that's a fairy tale that's a dream a man is gonna change when he is ready he is gonna be um whenever he's ready to to settle down and practice monogamy and be with one woman then he would do so a lot of ladies you know love the term boyfriend now i'm gonna tell y'all from my experience so in 2017 i was dating a guy he was african he was nigerian i was 18 i just turned 18 um i was two months in i was only 18 for two months so he was 21 yeah he was 21 and I fell deeply in love. I th- at least I thought I was in love, you know. Hell, looking now, I'm like, wow, why would I do something like that? But um, I eventually became, you know, this guy became my my guide. Seriously, I when I and you know, I'm not saying like you know, speaking in you know blasphemy or anything, disrespecting God Himself. But what I am saying is, um, I love God dearly. You know, I, I love God. And there are, other, you know, other people, they love God. So that's why I'm comparing him, you know, as in God, as if he was God. So I, I just did anything. I lost myself completely. I did things like. Even if I knew he was cheating, I would speak up and go off. But then I would sit back and accept it. I would tell myself I'm going to leave. Um, I secretly made a key to the house. And um, we consistently argued. Of course, we had sexual relations too. Um, we were together. 
I was damn near almost living with him. You know, his family, his family would call me his wife and stuff like that, you know. So I felt very special. And he also, I don't know, it, it was it was a lot. It definitely was a lot on me. And it got to a point where when I did catch him cheating and I went through his phone, it was during a time of a storm. Now, mind you, he say he was he was busy. He didn't want to answer the phone. So whenever the storm was over, Hurricane Harvey, whenever the storm was over, he actually uh, I, I went over to his house and I went through his phone. He had two phones. I went through his other phone and I see him texting his ex and I immediately got upset. I didn't go. I, I didn't go off on him first. I forgot what I did. I, I went off on the girl, cursed her out and did all these things. Did the same thing to him. And he said something to me that really hurt me because I I was I didn't know what to do. And he told me, you know, because I kept crying. And I was just hurt from the situation. He even gave me a promise ring that I had asked for, you know. I was like, I want a ring, I want a ring, you know. I've always wanted to be married and I still do. And I am going to find my husband, you know. My, no, my husband's going to find me. <laughs> The universe is going to allow us to find each other. Um, but at that time, he gave me the promise ring on the day I caught him cheating. It was just a lot of drama. I don't want. To, I don't even want to go into detail. Uh, detail for detail. But um, it, it was really, it was really tough. It was depressing. He told me that if I loved him, then I would leave him. Like basically, you know, if I loved him, I would break up with him. And in that moment, that put me in a hard place. I was stuck between a hard rock because I'm like, you know, I do love you. But you're telling me if I love you, then I should break up with you. I cried and I cried and I cried. I cried my heart out. I did. I I literally almost wanted to commit suicide. I was putting cuts on my arm. He seen it. He he called me crazy and um you know, it was just a lot of stuff. I lost myself completely. So I thought all was well and um I had just turned 19. He had gave me some money to go shopping and then a week later he broke up with me. And I cried and I, I really just honestly cried. I lost myself. I was a lost soul, and then once I got over him, I started talking to somebody else, another Nigerian, another African. Um, that situation, that, that we wouldn't like together, I ended up losing myself for him too as well because I was just so fresh up out of a relationship. I, wanted, I was just really just trying to find love, and me and him were on and off for a minute. And then that's when I actually met my second boyfriend in 2018, in July or June, June. With him, I lost myself completely, but this here was a different type of, it was just a different type of losing myself. I got with him. He told me some bad news and it really upset me and I still took him back. 
um that next month we planned on moving together and stuff like that i had signed the apartment in my name and one day he was on his because he didn't have a car he didn't have a working phone um he was he damn he he had somewhere to go he had to he he let me tell you his mother welcomed him in her home as long as he find a job and goes to church and be a loving man of god now the boy can sing he can sing a voice of an angel um that situation with him it was horrible actually um he had crashed my car the week or two weeks before i was trying to get the apartment i had somewhere to stay his mom actually put him out or unless he i think he either moved out or he got put out it was one of them he was staying with his sister and at the time i was feeling sorry for him and he would tell me things like oh yeah my family don't care about me just manipulating the hell out of me and i'm believing it and I mind, mind you, I'm 19, and I'm fresh out of a bad relationship. So he didn't have a car. He told me his car was in the shop, and I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm believing it. And uh, we started hanging out every day, and eventually we were together all the time. And it was really toxic. After he crashed my car, I actually moved out of my mother's house, became homeless, moving from house to house. A bad situation happened. He got... Uh, drink poison somebody tried to put uh put something in his drink luckily i was there because they were trying to drug me too um but i didn't you know i don't drink i don't smoke i don't do none of that um next morning he's like hey we gotta go we gotta go so we left and um i asked a friend if i could come stay at her house you know i was like i got my boyfriend with me and uh she was you know she was iffy and uh I just all of a sudden got a text message and she made up some lame ass excuse, some lame ass uh shit time I heard you talking about me when I was clearly in a shower with my ex and what I said was is that, you know, don't touch Megan stuff. You know, don't touch her soap. That's all I had said. But she made up a lame excuse cuz she ended up uh admitting to me later on. She's like, yeah, I just said that because I didn't feel comfortable. And I'm like, well, why did you allow me over here? And stuff like that. So I had to live in my truck. I left. I lived in my truck for about a week. Man, but even before he crashed my other car, we would sleep in my car together. I would literally not go home and sleep in my car. Now, my, I had a little small Corolla. Before he crashed it, we would sleep. So we would put the seats down and... um our legs would be in the trunk and our head would be on the back of the, the little seat thing. And um and, and at nights when it was cold, we were cold. It was it was really a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. I went through a lot in such a short period of time. And then that car got crashed because he crashed it. I wasn't even in the car. I lied and took the blame. And um what else? I was moving from job to job when I tell you this boy got fired from two jobs and I'm like, okay, you know, what are you doing? I would let him keep my car and my cell phone at the same time because he didn't have a working phone 
and then one day I had let him have my car and uh to go to a interview or whatever and he didn't even like show up on time I thought something happened I thought he wasn't gonna come pick me up like I literally wanted to cry no actually I did cry I actually did and um he finally pulled up and I was just so mad and um I got in the car but to skip it all I we I, we had went through all that sleeping in the car sleeping under the truck and I helped him get an apartment didn't put the apartment in my name put it in his name someone was telling me Shannon don't put it in your name so it was in his name I helped do everything and uh instantly when the apartment came he started acting very different very very different and eventually he told me get the hell out and I cried because I was like, why? Like, we about to live together. And I just, you know, went to the store and I bought all these cleaning supplies. You know, and I was about to clean the house. I was thinking about cooking for him and, you know, doing these, these wife roles, you know. I've been a wife to too many. Not, I wouldn't even say to too many. I've been a wife to two guys that have drugged me through the dirt. Now, the first one was a cheater, but he took damn good care of me. But that doesn't make up for his actions. That is not an excuse. Second one, just use me and abuse me, literally. And, um, you know, it's it's a lot, ladies. Like, And I'm telling y'all this story because I want y'all to learn that when I went through those two, three, those two things, <laughs> I... Man, oh, and yeah, when I was with the guy that crashed my car and stuff, I was in and out the hospital for with chest pains, anxiety attacks. It would be days where I didn't want to wake up because I was scared. Like, you know, the anxiety was just so bad. Like, it was just bad. And, um, but yeah, ladies, that's, that's, that's my story. So I just want to tell you. If you see the first red flag, please leave. Please leave. Because too many too many times I've ignored the first red flag and, and, and give them the benefit of the doubt. And then the universe always ends up showing me later why I shouldn't have did that. Now I'm in debt with hospital bills and I can't even blame that on him that's my fault I chose to stay but you know it's just like when you have enough respect for yourself you're not gonna allow yourself to stay with someone that's that's dragging you through the dirt and that's constantly doing it constantly is something new you're not gonna do that to yourself um also, but ladies, y'all got to stop. Hold up. Y'all have to stop chasing these guys with. I'm not saying not chase the guys with money. Y'all got to stop chasing these drug dealers and these scammers and the guys that just flash their money on the Internet, but don't even know. Um, They're not even educated on financial literacy. All they want to do is make money. And then spend it. But they don't want to create, you know, they don't want to help invest in you as far as helping you 
um build a business create a business you know it's a lot of ladies it's a lot of sisters out there that do hell they got a boyfriend their boyfriend won't even invest in them to help them even start up a shop and and some of them do i'm not gonna lie some of them do but it takes a man in his right state of mind and in his his um you know his god self to take up that that um I wouldn't say responsibility, but to take up that action and say, hey, babe, you know, I want to help you invest in your business. I want to see you grow. And it's not a lot of men like that out here no more. It's actually, yeah, actually, it's not a lot of men out here like that no more. They're rare. And a lot of people, a lot of men out here can really do that but they choose not to because they either been hurt they've tried investing into a woman and some of them you know but you know there's different types of definitions that people can say or men can say you know how what it is and how can you invest in a woman you know so yeah now what gets me is y'all Y'all get these these rappers, y'all get these scammers, y'all make, you know, he making big bucks. But do you not sit there and, and, and think about, like, damn, what if we get caught up? I'm going to go down. Now my life is down the drain, all because I wanted to mess with a guy that was scamming, stealing money out of other people's accounts to help me. I mean, not to help me. Um, but to to flaunt and and go buy Gucci and buy me Chanel. You can't wear your Chanel and your Gucci in in, in jail. You shouldn't hell can't. And and that's what gets me. Y'all out here flashing this stuff. Y'all y'all just so open with scamming, but we ain't even gonna talk about that. And ladies, we gotta stop. No, cause I don't do that. Y'all got to start calling yourself bitches and hoes and sluts and and all these other mo- modern day slang names. Y'all got to stop doing that because when you call yourself those, oh, you, oh, hoe and hoe. Yes, hoe. Let's go, hoe. I know Louisiana. Let's go, hoe. They be saying that, you know. So there's things that we say about ourselves and we don't really realize that that becomes the reality you calling yourself a bitch you're calling yourself a hoe you're calling yourself a slut these are things that are going to become reality and you're going to find yourself jumping from men to men it's not a good thing you're mixing your soul with someone else's soul a lot of the ladies say i can't leave him because the sex is so good no Your spirit is just craving that man's physical body. You know, that that's not in love. A lot of people say, oh, my God, the D was so good. I fell in love. Like, <laughs> if y'all understood the way energy and auras work, then you will understand why you get that feeling. Because you feed the ego. You're consistently feeding the ego. And when you're not feeding that ego no more, the ego wants more. So you do all that you can to get that dose of endorphins so you go have sex. Ladies, that's not 
Let's be smarter and let's be respectful of ourselves. Okay? Respect yourself enough to leave a man when he's treating you wrong. Respect yourself enough to hell. Respect your damn self first. Respect yourself enough to keep up with your physical appearance. And I'm not saying you got to go get bundles and your nails done and eyelashes and stuff. I'm saying keep up with your appearance. Like, don't be just out here walking out the house like naked. Oh, my God. That damn cat. But um just have just just respect yourself, ladies. We we can't be out here calling each other, especially the black woman, the the Moorish woman. We can't be out here calling ourselves bitches because when we call ourselves, other people see us calling our calling our own self that what you think they're gonna treat us like trash. So as a whole we need to change our mindset, our vocabulary. We are queens. We are goddesses. Sister, lift your head. Put your crown on your head. You know, and a lot of a lot of ladies be insecure. And that's why they do the things that they do. They got to consistently feel like they got to have validation from the Internet, from another guy, from another woman, from whoever. And they seek that attention if they're not getting it elsewhere. You know, they go to social media and seek that type of attention. And and trust me, that type of attention you, you don't want. Because it's going to draw in negative energy. You're wondering why you can't find a man. A man. A man, sis. A man is not a man just because he can go ejaculate in another woman or ejaculate in you and create a baby. That's not a man. But it's a lot that you ladies just need to to really, really just think on and focus on and and take my story and learn from it because I've learned from those things. Yes, they bruised me and hurt me in in the mist and in the time. But like I said, I'm grateful for everything that I've grown through. Because if it weren't for those situations, I wouldn't be who I am today. So never take, never look at, you know, your L's as losses, but instead lessons. You grew through them because you're still here. Ladies, 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 respect yourself and people will respect you. And sometimes it's going to be, you know, even though you respect yourself, some others not going to respect you. But it's up to you. And you got to stop falling for the materialistic stuff. Men are very clever they're smart they're very smart a man feels that he can take a woman on a date and she's gonna feel really good she's gonna oh okay let me put this on the internet let me tell a sis and then he in your pants that easy and then boop he on to the next same thing you gotta stop break the chain and break the cycle stop opening your legs up for different people you got to treat the you got to treat your vagina like an open wound. And when I say that, 
you know that's a that's a uh i forgot what it's called but it's an opening to your body an opening to your soul and you allowing somebody else to to put their soul in there too and you don't even know what kind of spirits they carrying you don't even know this person's energy they intent you don't know yet you're allowing people in your open womb gotta heal yourself queens goddesses sisters for real you know stop busting it wide open on the internet and and hanging around your your friends that congratulate you for fucking on the next dude and then you go f another dude the next day those are not your real friends because a real friend gonna sit you down and tell you like hey you need to chill out you're moving from d to d <laughs> and uh i actually had a friend like that and i, I told her i was like yo you know i ain't gonna you know i'm not trying to judge you but look you got a child and you can't be out here doing that yet you got a daughter too you can't be doing that and she thought i was judging her but i wasn't judging her at all for real i wasn't judging her at all I was just, you know, speaking some sense into her. And, of course, I've had my little situationships with with uh, guys and stuff. But then you realize over time that that gets old, you know. When you actually tell yourself, when you make the conscious decision to not even think about sex or you know how to control the sex, then you I would say you're just good, but you just master something else. You've mastered self-control. Because a lot of people can't control themselves without going without sex. Ladies. I know we get our cycles and, you know, PMS. We, we get, you know, our hormones rise. And that's very natural because... The human, the the woman's body is made to procreate. So, of course, around that time, we're going to be super aroused. We're going to be, as y'all say, super horny. But um, you're going to be sexual around that time because your body is signaling you to tell you, okay, it's time to have a baby. But you got to learn how to control those things. You got to learn how to control those emotions and don't go masturbate hold that energy and put that energy elsewhere um somewhere productive you know somewhere where you can you know put it put that energy into the business you be so pumped up and and ready to to have sex Put that energy into your business. Be pumped up and and happy and eager about making your product or giving service, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that you do in your business. So um, I'm going to keep it brief. We had 31 minutes. I'm going to keep it very brief. But ladies. These men, these guys that y'all claim, if y'all, well, you know, you just, first of all, love yourself. Take time out and stay away from relationships. 
Hold up, because I hear something. Okay, I'm back. But, um, yeah, ladies, we, we as, um, we as, we as women, females, you know, especially the, the Moorish women, um, we just have to get ourselves together, stop feeling like that we have to have a guy in order to, to be successful or to feel like, you know, we're validated. We need validation and stuff. You got to stop it. Because you're, you're around these different guys, different energies and other things of that nature. And you don't realize how much harm you're doing to your soul and wonder why you go around and... You know, you feel empty. I don't wear eyelashes no more. I don't. I feel like I needed those things, but I let those things go because I know that my future husband, whoever he is, is gonna love me for who I am as I am and accept me. And if he doesn't, then he can go. If a person really loves you, they'll accept you as is. So. Therefore, ladies, don't don't change yourself for the next. And stop ignoring the first red flag and saying it's going to be all right. Because the minute you tell yourself that, it's bad. You know, it's downhill from there. So, uh, like I said, I was gonna keep, I'm going to keep it brief. We had 33 minutes. Y'all stay blessed. Um, I'm going to have a part two for the ladies. And... Yeah, y'all have a good evening. Tap in. Peace.